Welcome, guys, to the first episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. As you have heard, um, we have rebranded into Last Take Sports Podcast as we have added a new member, Andrew. Um, you've heard him on the last two podcasts, but we're glad to have you, Andrew, and thank you for joining us. Yes, of course. It's always a pleasure being on here, and I'm glad to be part of the team now. And today, guys, um, a much anticipated podcast we will be do making our predictions for some of the best college basketball recruits remaining so let's um, those recruits include jalen green zaire williams josh christopher greg brown kareem main jt thor mccurr maker and lurid walker Actually, also known as Kyrie walker yeah Kyrie. and let's let's jump right into it so let's Actually, start from some of like the lower guys who we don't really probably won't make as big of an impact next year. So let's start off with Kyrie Walker. So who would like to start? Uh, I will start with this one, and I believe uh, Kyrie Walker uh, will go to Arkansas, commit to Arkansas, even though he has strongly considered going to play overseas and go the professional route, but I believe that he will commit to Arkansas and play college basketball next year. But something interesting with Kyrie Walker, he actually started his freshman year being the number one overall recruit for the 2020 class. And since then, he's really dropped through the rankings, and now he's a four-slash-three-star recruit, depending on where you look. And partially, that's partially because... He has taken this year off from playing high school basketball to train for the possible professional route or college basketball. So he took a year off from high school to train. So I believe he will commit to Arkansas, but it will be interesting to see what he does. Um, yeah, Andrew, I would have to agree. I mean, you could say University of Arizona, kind of a hometown. But um, yeah, I think Arkansas would definitely be the right choice. Because, yeah, as you said, started freshman year, he started number one for his um, prospect class. And it's kind of been interesting to see how much he's dropped in that four-year span. But I think he could definitely make a, um, definitely make, what's the word? A, a impact. impact enough to even go to the draft next year or even after sophomore year. Because that's definitely what he's looking to do. I definitely see where both of you guys are coming from here, but I'm going to go a little bit different route. As Andrew mentioned before, I think he um, is destined to take the overseas route. I just think with the type of fall off he had, I don't think he's going to be able to prove enough at Arkansas playing behind their star point guard. I think his name is uh, Mason Jones. I think he, he wants to go somewhere overseas where he can be the star and prove that he's better so he can go to the draft next year and once again become uh, that uh, that is definitely a, gay, a good opinion, Henry. Thank you. Um, let's move on now to another guy who could, who is kind of in that same boat like um, uh, Kyrie Walker and McCurr Maker. Yeah, McCurr Maker is very interesting. He's also a very high profile recruit, but different from Kyrie Walker because McCurr Maker is actually still in the top 10, top 15 range. He is definitely considered a five-star wherever you look. But McCurr Maker, I believe, uh, is not looking for college 
he's not looking into playing at the collegiate level and he's just focusing on overseas. So I think this is pretty clear where he's going. And I believe he will play overseas somewhere and take the professional route. I would 100% have to agree with you, Andrew. I think that's the best place for him to go. I mean, there's there's um, colleges like looking at and just because he's California, but just taking the hometown, but I think he's a for sure over overseas guy. Yeah, I'll have to agree with both of you guys here. I think his brother also, um, his brother and cousin also took this route in going overseas. I'm not sure. I if I feel like if he can enter the draft this year, I'm not sure if he's age eligible, but I'm pretty sure if he is, he would definitely go to the draft right away. But if not, he would definitely take the overseas route, in my opinion. Yeah, to answer that, Henry, uh, he actually is eligible, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the NBA did give him eligibility to enter the NBA draft. But I believe he isn't really looking into that that much and more through the pro route to develop one year and improve his draft stock. See, if I was McCurr Maker, knowing that it's a weaker draft class, I would probably go into the draft instead of taking the overseas route to make a little bit more money. But I think either way he goes, he's going to either improve his draft stock um, in the overseas route, which is the best way he could go, or could possibly lose his draft stock, which is the worst thing that could happen. But I think it's a decision that can't really go wrong here. Yeah, as, as of right now, I really don't think it's looking like he could be draft, drafted right now. So I think he's definitely leaning more towards uh, overseas and professional route just to improve his draft stock. Yeah. All right, um, I think it's a good time to move on to the next recruit. Um, JT Thor, he is deciding tomorrow at noon um, between his final two schools of Oklahoma State and Auburn. Yeah, I believe that uh, both teams have gained ground with him, and it's and it's really could go either way with this one. But I believe uh, JT Thor will go to Oklahoma State. To pair up with Cade Cunningham, I believe that they've built a strong relationship there with JT Thor, and I don't think Auburn is at the same level with him with relationship-wise, but I do think uh, Auburn still has a very good chance of landing him. Uh, yeah, JT Thor, really good power forward coming in. I actually really like him as a player, but I think he's going he's gonna to think that Cade Cunningham, well, he... He's, he knows that Cade Cunningham is going to Oklahoma State and knows he can distribute him the ball very well to up his draft stock for possibly next two years. So I think that's the decision he's going to make, Oklahoma State University. Yeah, I'll also agree with both of you guys. I think he, he would rather play with Cade Cunningham, who's a better passing guard, rather than Sharif Cooper, who is at Auburn. And I think he wants to have the ball, obviously still wants to have the ball in his hands. And there's also a few other there's another power forward who we'll get to later who could be committing to Auburn. So I think that could lead into a decision that um, this other power forward that I'm mentioning will name later. And what's interesting with uh, JT Thor and his uh, possible Oklahoma State commitment is that there's actually only one uh, scholarship spot left on that roster. And what is really interesting is that there is another recruit that Oklahoma State is going after. I believe it's a four-star recruit 
who's about a sm- who's probably I think is a small forward, power forward type player. So what will be interesting is whoever takes that uh, and commits first takes that last spot. There won't be another spot left for that other recruit. So if it is possible that that other three four star recruit could take JT Thor's spot at Oklahoma State, that last scholarship spot. And JT Thor might be left recruiting to Auburn, even if he did prefer Oklahoma State more. So it just comes down to who commits first, which will be interesting to see. Yeah, I think it's time to move on to the next recruit. Um, this is actually probably one of our favorite guys to talk about. Um, he His name is Kareem Main. He's a combo guard from actually Canada. So this guy is a little hard to like recruit, but I've seen him all the way up as the number 25th player in the country. But um, let's see what you guys are thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, Kareem Main will go to Marquette. There's a strong relationship there with him and the coach and the whole program in general. Plus, it's uh, very close to home. Also, uh, to keep in mind, the other team that's highly in contention is Michigan State University. But his visit actually got canceled with Michigan State due to the coronavirus. So I think that... Uh, definitely made him lose a little interest in them and uh their relationship wasn't really able to grow off that visit they had scheduled so i think kareem main will commit to marquette university just based off the relationship they have there and he knows we'll get playing time there yeah i have to agree with you andrew um i think kareem main will commit to marquette um obviously a great head coach at marquette don't even can't pronounce his name. Don't want to embarrass Steve. I know that. Um, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, the um, the comment about the 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 visit to Michigan State definitely lost his interest in them. I'm most certain, and I think this is where he will go. I'm gonna go a different route here. I'm going to obviously. Obviously, as you can tell, this is this is definitely a very biased pick. But I think that Izzo plans on making Kareem Main the point guard of the future at Michigan State, and will tell him that, and it will kind of persuade him to go play at a higher level program with Michigan State. And I do believe, even though his visit has been canceled, I think they've had a few virtual meetings, which may it's not obviously not going to replace that. But I think there's. Michigan State has gained a lot of ground in these past few weeks on Green Bay. Yeah, Henry, and uh, speaking about their relationship uh, uh, with his high school coach, actually, because Kareem Main's high school coach in Canada, he has been on record saying that uh, Kareem Main will flourish under Tom Izzo and his system there at Michigan State. So it'll be... We'll have to see uh, where he takes his talents to, but I believe it will be Marquette. But Michigan State is definitely still in the running with him, even though the visit did get canceled. Yeah, I think it's because his coach wants him to play there. and I mean, I think his his dad actually would love for Kareem to play there. I think that's going to persuade him into going there. But let's move on to our first, our first bona fide five-star in this prediction. Um, Greg Brown will be announcing... April 24th, he's the number 20, or he's number, I, number 10 player in ESP, on um, 24-7 sports, top 24-7 recruiting rankings. He's a power forward, 6'9", um, will be choosing between Memphis, Auburn, or, yeah, Memphis, Auburn, Michigan, Kentucky, and Texas. 
and let's see what you guys think. Um, yeah, I would go first. I think this is a very obvious one. I think he is definitely a Texas Longhorn. Um, played high school ball in Texas, and I think he's just going to want to stick to hometown. And I think he could be a very good number one scoring option, and I think he would really flourish under playing in Texas. Yeah, so the deal is with Texas and Greg Brown is Greg Brown has had a growing relationship with the coach Shaka Smart at Texas University, and he and his father have been on record both saying that if Shaka Smart isn't there by the time he's committing, he will not play as a Texas Longhorn. So it's just about the relationship with him and Coach Smart. And I think uh, he will commit to Texas University, knowing that Chaka Smart is still the coach at Texas. But there has been recent reports saying that Auburn has uh, gained ground and become the front runner to land Greg Brown with only uh, about a week and a half left for him to commit and make his decision. But I do think with Texas being the hometown team and its growing relationship with the university and the coach there, I believe that Texas is the best fit, knowing he will get more playing time there, most likely. Yeah, um, it's very interesting with these last four guys because there's multiple pairings or even trios that you can make with these guys with um, actually these last three guys could all team up at one school along with another very highly touted player. But I do believe that Greg Brown will go to Texas. I've actually heard, as Andrew said before, um, Auburn has gained some ground. But um, one team to keep an eye on is Memphis as well because of the fact that um, Penny Hardaway does indeed have a lot of money. And um, he also could play with another highly touted player there. He could also play with that same player at Auburn. I think there's a better chance he goes to Auburn than Memphis just because there's also a third point guard. There's a point guard, um, Sharif Cooper, who is at Auburn. But I do believe his really, Greg Brown's relationship with Shaka Smart and um, just the fact that um, Texas isn't losing any pl- key pieces to their team and can be very good next year. And Greg Brown will be one of the stars on that team next year. All right, so I have a question for you, Henry. So would you say that Michigan and Kentucky are mostly out of the mix for Greg Brown? Um, Yes, I would say that because Kentucky has picked up – they already have a – I'm not sure. I'm sure they have at least one power forward commit, Isaiah Jackson. And I'm not sure. They also have um, Keon Brooks returning another power forward, and I think there's no point in going after him along with Michigan, who has Isaiah Todd, and, and as well, they also have one only one scholarship left, and that could be used on um, another player that we'll be bringing up soon. So, yeah, I think they're both definitely out of the recruitment. To answer your question, Andrew, um, I would have to agree with Henry completely. Isaiah Todd um, is going to be the starting power forward there, and I think there's another... Um, returning sophomore Brandon Johns Jr. I think he has a very high future in being a Wolverine. But and I also think Kentucky's out of it because of the returning player and Isaiah Jackson. Yeah, also about Kentucky, I believe that they 
have also received another recruit. I'm pretty sure he's a small forward, power forward, but more small forward, but he can play both. His name's Lance Ware, and he's recently gained uh, status in his rankings throughout uh, all sources, ESPN 24-7 rivals, all of them. So Lance Ware uh, being committed to Kentucky will also uh, deficit uh, Kentucky's chance at Greg Brown. Now, this is a really weird topic I'm bringing up, but do you think Greg Brown could be like a Sharif O'Neal type of player who transfers if um, their coach, Smart, gets um, fired in the near future? Or at least- I, I think uh, Greg Brown is probably more talented than Sharif O'Neal. I think Sharif O'Neal was just placed in a bad system for himself. And yeah, I think definitely. the when the new coach came in, he just didn't get much playing time. I And he was also dealing with uh, heart problems. I'm pretty sure he had to have heart surgery last summer, I believe. So that took a long time for him to rehab. And I think he just needed a new situation. But going back to Greg Brown, I think he's... I, I'm probably more talented than uh, Sharif O'Neal. So I think, and I think he'll get much more playing time than Sharif O'Neal did his first year. And I think Greg Brown actually will commit to the NBA draft after. So I don't see him transferring at all. I just see him going one year wherever he's at and then going to the NBA draft. Yeah. Two quick things before we move on. Um, as Andrew mentioned before, Lance Ware, he is a 6'9 power forward, so that will draw Greg Brown even farther away. And then another note on uh, Shaka Smart. Texas has announced, I think a few weeks ago, that they will be returning Shaka Smart for this upcoming season. I think that's a lot because of the fact they could get Greg Brown. I think um, this is his year to prove it, and if um, he doesn't have a good year, I definitely think Shaka Smart will be out. But let's um, move on to our next guy here, and I believe that is Josh Christopher, a um, 6'5 shooting guard out of uh, Mayfair uh, in California. His final schools are Michigan, UCLA, Arizona State, Missouri, and USC, and he did just recently add USC to his um, recruitment. And he will be committing on um, April 13th, Monday. Yeah, I think uh, Josh Christopher will be committing to Michigan. I didn't really have to think much of this one. The only thing that uh, you could think about other than Michigan is possibly UCLA because it's a hometown team and also USC, which is pretty close by. But the interesting thing about USC is he recently added them to his list as you mentioned about a week ago so you can't think he just did that for no reason there's obviously a reason behind that so you have to think that USC is still very much in contention too with it being very close to his home in Southern California so I think it will be Michigan because he has a very great relationship with uh, the coach Juwan Howard there but we will have to see about that one. But I think Michigan is definitely the front runner to land him so far. Yeah, another quick thing about USC before Elliot, before we let Elliot go. Um, they, he does have the opportunity to play with possibly four of the top ten players in the country. There, we'll get, um, we'll talk about that a little more later. But I just had to say that. 
Yeah, I think this, as well as Andrew Dumb, didn't really have to think about this one. Josh Christopher, I think, is going to commit to Michigan, unfortunately, as we are Michigan State fans. But he does have a very good connection with the head coach, Dewan Howard. And I think he will commit there. Not much more to say. But, but, um, do we know how many more commits uh, USC has? USC has, um, I don't know how many more scholarships they have, but they only have, they have four transfers coming in, but they only have two commits, but they do have, I think they do have three more open scholarship, two or three more open scholarships, which is a thing to note. Um, but my prediction for Josh Christopher actually is USC, but there is a reason for that. I do have another one of our next recruits committing to USC to play with Josh Christopher and Evan Mobley, who is the number one player or number two overall player in this class behind Cade Cunningham. And I think that he's good friends with Cade. He's good friends with this other recruit who uh, we will name later. And I think he just would rather stay home and play with his friends because all three of those guys are going to be one and dones. And you mean also- good friends with Evan? Yeah, he's good friends with Evan and uh, the other guy who I also yeah. have predicted to go to USC, but I don't want to name him yet. And there is a fourth guy who does have USC in his top five who could possibly commit to USC making a four-headed monster, and that could be the greatest recruiting class of all time, in my opinion. Uh, so do you want to lead us into that that guy you were talking about? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, Andrew, you didn't have anything else to say, right? No, no, I didn't have much more to add about Justice. Okay, um, that next guy I was talking about is actually Zaire Williams, played at Sierra Canyon this year. Didn't start the year very, like, he didn't start because he was hurt to start the year. But, um, I do also have, actually, I'll let, I'll let you guys talk about him first. All right, first off, I just want to add about one last thing about Josh Christopher. He is actually committing Monday, April 13th. I did So uh, you can watch out for that. And back on to Zaire Williams, I believe that also the same thing with Josh Christopher. I don't think there's much more to think about this one. I think he is going to stay home, go to USC. And there really isn't many more uh, teams he's been thinking of. I've heard it's mainly he's been just prioritizing USC. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if he possibly went to uh, Stanford, because that's also very close to home, and also Arizona, because uh, once again, it's close to home. So I'm thinking he's uh, staying more uh, close to home instead of going far away. But right now, I think USC is definitely the front runner to land him. And I think that's where he's going. He is committing tomorrow. Yes, Sire Williams is committing tomorrow, so watch out for that. April 12th. Um, This could be a little of a shocker, but I have Sire Williams going to North Carolina University. Um, and one of his top, and that's one of his top five, just because he could play along center that they recruited Walker Kessler, as well as Daron Sharp and other five stars. Yes, but yes, um. I think he is going to need a little bit of... I'm just looking at his body frame. 6'7", 175. I think he just needs a little help to get in shape. Um, as you were saying, he was hurt. So I think North Carolina can provide that and possibly 
get him out of there for the draft. And I think that's where he's going to recruit to. Surprise. Yeah, Elliot, he definitely needs to get a little stronger. Right now at 6'7", 175, I think that might be at a little bit of a deficit for him. So if he can add some more weight, get a little stronger, I think uh, he'll be set. Yeah. Okay, um, I do believe that Zaire Williams will be joining Josh Christopher and Evan Mobley at USC, forming a trio of those three. And I do think that will make USC one of the favorites in the Pac-12 next year, maybe even the country, because I still think they have a decent returning uh, team. I do think, as Elliot mentioned before, he does need to put on a decent amount of weight as the, the, the other, Josh Christopher is two inches shorter than him and um, about 30 pounds, 40 pounds heavier. Of oh, muscle. Yes. And I believe that um, if Zaire Williams does put on um, a lot more weight, he will be a very, very much improved player. He is one of the most talented players, a good defender, um, scorer in this class, rather than some of these guys um, up uh, higher up are more just use, use their size to advantage. He's more of a talented scorer. So let's move on to uh, any last words, actually, before we move on? No. All right, uh, let's move on now to um, our final recruit of the day, um, Jalen Green, who is a combo guard from Prolific Prep, 6'5", 170. He, he, I don't think the 170 is actually true because he seems like he's a lot bigger than 170, but he is down to, I believe, Auburn, Memphis, Oregon, Oregon. Syracuse, not Syracuse, USC, Florida State, and possibly uh, overseas. So I'll let you guys start. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sorry, Elliot, but uh, Jalen Green, it's kind of odd with him because he has cut down his list a little, but he's kept his options pretty broad as of right now, and he hasn't really spoken much of his uh, college commitment or possible overseas, actually. But uh, there has been talk that Jalen Green is strongly considering going overseas, but I believe uh, he will team up with a, a fellow five-star recruit point guard, Sharif uh, Cooper. So I think Jalen Green will commit to Auburn. He, uh, he was actually uh, predicted to go to either Memphis or Oregon before his Auburn visit. And then when he visited Auburn, I think a lot of things changed. Auburn showed a lot of love for him. He uh, made great connections with uh, the coaches there, great relationships, and I think they really took the lead for him. So as of right now, I think it's really down to Auburn and overseas, but I think Auburn will land him in the end. Um, yeah, when I think of Jalen Green, I kind of think of like big names because, you know, prolific, prolific prep and, you know, from Napa. And um, see, that's why I've been going to Oregon. And kind of surprising but I think he could fulfill the role of Peyton Pritchard because he was a senior this year and um I think that that's a perfect place and I know that everyone pretty much knows he's going to the draft for 2021 and I think Oregon is a great place for that um because they have uh had NBA players in their past as in Bull Bull, Dylan Brooks and so on 
Um, yeah, I agree with Andrew here um, a lot. That probably would be my second choice here. Elliot, I will will probably come back to that. Um, I don't even think he has been he doesn't hasn't mentioned Oregon in a while in his recruitment. But I actually believe that it's down to Auburn, Memphis, and overseas. And I believe um, Jalen Green will be committing to Memphis. I believe that he is the Anthony Edwards of this class and doesn't really care a lot about being uh, winning a national championship and being on a really good team. I think he wants to be like the star of a team and just show out every game. And I believe he, he will be able to do that on Memphis. I do also agree a lot with Andrew here. He wants to play with um, Sharif Cooper at Auburn. I, believe, I think he, if he does go to Auburn, I think there's actually a very good chance that Greg Brown changes from going to Texas to Auburn, but we'll have to see. Any, do you guys have any last words before we finish? We end it. When, when does he recruit, Andrew? Or when does he decide? Sorry. Uh, Jalen Green decides. Uh, he commits 17th. on April seventeenth at one p.m. Yeah, he's he's gonna commit on his uh, Instagram live. So if you guys want to go watch that on April 17th, I'm not sure exactly what time. Henry, do you know what time that will be? I believe it is 1 p.m. Yes, 1 p.m. Pacific time, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And before we wrap up the pod, we just want to talk about a little bit uh, more about why we rebranded and what we're trying to accomplish in this podcast. And why don't you start us off, Henry? Um, Yeah, we... We fit, We believe that in the future, when we finally um, are able to stop doing these over the phone podcasts, and when we're, I, I think you guys all agree with this plan, where we're able to do the in-person pods, um, it will be better. And um, we believe that Andrew will be a very good fit for our podcast, as he knows a lot of sports as well. And um, we, we are trying, I'm not sure what our final goal with this is. We want to obviously get a lot more viewers than we have but it takes a it takes help from you guys we obviously all appreciate everybody who is listening but if you can share this with people you know that would be very much appreciated Andrew why don't you tell us a little bit about what what your why you kind of joined the podcast well I joined the podcast because uh I I very well enjoy doing this I like enjoying I enjoy uh sharing with you guys all of our knowledge so we can inform you guys more about the topics we're talking about and also i just enjoy uh talking about sports i mean sports has been a hobby of mine since i've been little and i think uh uh this is just a great thing for me to do and a hobby of mine yeah and before we end it here we just want to say follow our instagram last underscore take underscore pod and um our um Subscribe to our snap or follow our Snapchat, which is last take underscore podcast or last take underscore pod, excuse me. And share it with your friends, family, and we'll see you next time on the last take sports podcast.